mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Introducing a new podcast called Weeknight Kitchen with Melissa Clark. In each episode, you'll join the New York Times food columnist as she works through her favorite recipes and offers helpful advice for beginners and seasoned cooks. It's an accessible guide for cooking and eating from the team behind The Splendid Table. Find Weeknight Kitchen with Melissa Clark on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to listen. It's Candace. Nope, I just lied. It's Kayla because Candace is away shooting a movie in Atlanta and we are so excited for her. And today we have an amazing co-host or I have an amazing co-host who you guys have heard on our podcast before. She has her own podcast and she's just an all around badass, awesome person. Jen Zabrowski is here. Oh, what an intro. Yeah. I'm just over here eating peanut butter filled pretzels, having a time, <laughs> chatting it up. So we knew Candace was going to be gone and in Instantly, I thought, okay, I'm just 
just going to see if the, there's a chance that Jen's available. And you immediately were like, I got you. You have a brand new baby and I'm going to be there for you. And I'm so grateful. You were such a good friend. Oh, anytime. This is just like such a delight. I feel like I'm filling in for, you know, Kelly Ripa or like the fourth hour exactly. you know, on the Today Show. This is essentially the Today Show. Yeah, it's just um, been great. Thanks for having of me. Of course. You guys, today we sat down with Alessandra Torresani, who is fascinating. She has her own podcast coming out called Emotional Support. And she's really candid and really open about her battle with bipolar disorder. And um, we haven't done a mental health uh, episode. So this is something that really speaks to us. And we were really excited to sit down with her. Um, Jen, have you had any experience with anything like this? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, I'm a weekly therapy gal. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I have anxiety and I do the whole, the whole shebang. I now meditate. I, uh, I take Xanax when, when needed. Uh, is this a diagnosis? You were actually diagnosed with anxiety? Oh yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, when I fill out my insurance paperwork, I think I'm a, uh, F 4.1 or something is the diagnosis (laughs) code or something like that, um, for my anxiety. So yeah, but it's really funny when you were asking me about my mental health journey for myself and I was like, yeah, no, it just seems like very casual. Like, I don't really have anything, but it's like, oh, you know, sometimes I feel like I can't breathe and I lie on the floor and wish I was dead. So I guess that's serious. That is very, (laughs) very serious. But, you know, I think the whole thing is, it's like I have had those moments and I've had these experiences and yet I'm just sitting here and having a great day and having a great time with you mm-hmm. and can feel calm and present uh, and really vibrant in my own life. And I feel like, you know, it's not one or the other. These things uh, are all present. Yeah. And that's one thing that's so cool that Alessandra does is she just really speaks openly about her experience and is just just this light. She's so bubbly and so awesome. So you guys stay tuned. Our conversation with her is coming up. And we are here with Alessandra Torresani. Thank yes. you for coming. We are Thank so you for excited. saying my name right. Oh, of course. You're one of the few and far between. What Listen. do you get? I get Alessandra, like very like that, and Torresini or yeah, I get lots of Lots of different ones. I get Alexandra, even though there's S's in there. Hmm. That's weird. I That's totally weird. cut off your intro. But no, thank stop you. it. There is no <laughs> intro. That's the thing. This is a conversation. This is good. But one thing I love so much about your podcast, Emotional Support, yes. um, is that you are really open and candid. And that's how we are here at Directionally Challenged, too. And I know you have had such a journey um, to getting to the point to find that you are bipolar. And we really want to have um, an awareness of mental health episode with you because you are just a ray of light and you have so much to share. So talk, take, take us through the very beginning and the whole journey. I'm going to start crying guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'll do a quickened, like little short, um, snippet version. Um, I was diagnosed when I was 22 years old mm-hmm. at the time I was on a show called Caprica, which was the prequel to Battlestar Galactica. I had billboards all over Los Angeles, New York, London, all over the world. And if I showed it to you, you'll probably remember because I was naked with an apple. I remember Yes, and I had jet black hair. So I was the most naked girl in Hollywood. (laughs) And I also played 15 on the show. So very confusing, different times. Obviously, this was a couple years ago. (laughs) But at the moment, I was going through so many ups and downs and I had no idea what was wrong with me. Um, I had 
a moment when I was you know, 18 months old, I would bang my head against the wall for no reason. And my mom had no idea. And everyone's like, oh, she's having tantrums. Like, it's not a big deal. This is what babies do. She's like, do they? <laughs> like, I, I'm a new mom, but <laughs> this seems a little like aggressive. Um, as a mom, you probably as a are new thinking mom, I would very definitely strange. be concerned. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she took me to all sorts of doctors and they said, no, 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 she's fine. So this started when you were 18 months. Even probably before with like frustrations and not being able to speak. And so they now looking back at it, they say that there was like an explosion inside me and I didn't know how to react to it as a kid because I didn't have the vocabulary to put it together. And so it turned into rage. Then when I was five, I had a problem crossing thresholds. So I couldn't leave from one side of my house to the other, one side of the door to the other. I couldn't, I was a huge dancer and I did karate and I did my Kumon math and I was, I had to do everything perfect. So if I left the house and I wasn't better that day than I was before, I would like punish myself and I couldn't survive doing it. So it would take like two hours for me to go from one side of the door to the next. And once I was on the other side of the door, I was great. Like everything was relaxed. I forgot about it. My mom took me to hypnotherapists. Like we did the whole deal. And they said again, oh, no, no, no. She's just like a very overachieving child. And so my mom was like, okay, once again, this is really weird, but we'll just go with it. And she tried to get as much help as she possibly could. Um, And then when I hit puberty, that's when it really was coming to the surface well, again. there's so much going on with puberty anyway. So, so much. And that was the whole confusing thing is doctors were like, oh, it's hormones. They thought I was depressed, even though I didn't have signs of depression. So they put me on antidepressants, which if you're bipolar, makes the highs. Yes, you're shaking your head. You know, girl, makes those highs <laughs> higher and those lows lower. So which uh, caused me at 15 with a learner's permit to try to kill myself by driving off Mulholland Drive. And I was never a suicidal person. Like that was never a thought of my brain, but I literally left the house in a fit of rage. And that was my only escape. It was not a thought process, Mm -hmm. like nothing. Mm -hmm. And knock on wood, it was okay because I hit the rock at the certain way where my car went up the mountain instead of down the mountain. So you actually did the whole, like there Mm -hmm. was not a moment of, oh, I shouldn't do this. No, I was just like, fuck this. Oh, I can't swear. No, you can't. Okay. Yeah, you can. You can bleep that up. Absolutely. I was just like, this is it. Like, I'm just going to do so this. And so you, t- take a seat, you drove off. Drove, the- like I was, we used to live off Mullen. So uh-huh. I was driving like in a fit of rage, like just like angry. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I turned my wheel and it, I meant to go left to go off Moholland to just like end it. For our listeners who don't live in yeah. LA, Moholland is a really windy street yes. that, that goes all the way up the canyon. So there's mm-hmm. lots of cliffs. So you can very easily at any time just drive your car right off. Yes. And that's where a lot of bad things happen on Moholland, yeah. including the movie Moholland Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you go up the mountain I went instead in of down. Like, yeah, there was like a, the, the on the road, like one side was the cliff going down and one was like a higher mountain like area. And so because my tire hit a rock, instead of it going left down, it went up. And so my car got stuck up and it took two tow trucks and four hours and they shut down Mulholland Drive to get it out. So like kind of chic, guys. Like that's kind of a moment. No, this know? is such a moment. I mean, this is like a life. This is your lifetime TV this movie moment. This is a lifetime moment. Was that a turning point for everyone in your family? Like, okay, now we no, need to No, because I hit out? it. 
you because hate- I said that it was just an accident. Got it. Yeah. So at this point, you you're not on the show yet. You're not on. No, the no, 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 Okay, no. so this is. I was still, still an on- actress, and mm-hmm. I was I had um, done a pilot for Joel Silver. Um, I had just finished that, and everything was fine. It was literally because I was on these antidepressants. Wow. And so, going a little ahead for everyone out there, that is why bipolar disorder is the last um, mental illness to be on a checklist for doctors. And depression is usually the first. Mm -hmm. So a lot of children and teens and even adults are being misdiagnosed and they're getting put on antidepressants, which are making it even worse. Wow. So the manic episodes are even worse. So you didn't tell, so you don't know what's happening to you. They put you on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. You know that this takes you to a place you've never been before. Mm -hmm. And then you cover it by saying it was an accident. At Mm -hmm. this point, what, what goes through your head? What are you thinking? Are you, do you know there's something innately worse that needs to be diagnosed or do you not know? I don't know because I think what we're doing is right. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's also a part of, I don't know if it's just for bipolar disorder, but for me specifically, and I have friends who are as well diagnosed the same and have this problem, but I'm not going to generalize it because I'm, I'm not a doctor, but you experience blackouts. Like I don't remember 15 to probably 18, anything. I don't remember. I had full-blown relationships with people. I don't remember the relationships. And photos don't jog your memory at all? No, I remember, I remember the photos and I'll be like, oh, that kind of remembers that moment. But broad I don't remember broad strokes. I don't remember dating certain people. Wow. I'll forget people's names, which is like normal, but still like very much so where it's like a full blackout moment. Is that due to the medication you're on or that's no, a because part I wasn't of- on medicine? Yeah, oh, it was just uh, it was just part of life. And that's why I don't know if it's for everyone with bipolar, yeah. but the four people that I'm friends with that I do know experience the same things, but at different times in their life. Like one of my friends, um, David, who who's um, a co-host on my show, he's we do a segment together. He doesn't remember college because it was pre-diagnosis and diagnosis. I'm going to sound important, but it was pre that. And that's why he doesn't remember any of that time. So how long after this accident, when you're 15, did you remain on the antidepressants? I got off pretty soon after, pretty soon after, because it wasn't helping me. But getting into your Britney Spears, this is a kind of fun correlation. At the same time that she was going through her driving on Mulholland, shaving her head, all of that stuff was within the two years of when I was doing these things. So when she was driving and was up for three days on end, I didn't think anything was wrong with that because I would do that as well. Mm-hmm. I could stay up for three days straight and not have even 10 minutes of sleep and be totally fine. And then I would crash for two weeks and like not leave the bed. Wow. Yeah. So that's why when I was like, so obsessed with Britney Spears, because I was like, oh, no, we're the same person. Yeah, well, you got <laughs> seen. I mean, the whole thing with Britney is that, you know, I always say, like, whether or not you've shaved your head in front of the paparazzi, like, we've all been there. Like, we've we all, all been there. Yeah, everybody's yes. got their no moment. No judgment to but, that. But, I mean, you were really, I mean, you've really been there. Yeah. You've yeah. actually been there, yeah. you know, in that moment. Not shaving <laughs> your head, but, but feeling it inside. <laughs> yeah. And feeling that fire. I feel like so much of the time there's so much shame around, you know, our shadow selves mm-hmm. and like the real dark stuff, you know, and where instead it's like, let's just say it simply, you know, just as much as this plant is sitting on this table, like there is like my rage and and forgetting long periods of time in my life. Like these things happen if we're talking about it. You know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, that 
that happened. I, oh my gosh, I've experienced that. You know, I've gone through that. Um, so true. That was you, so well put. Thank you. <laughs> do you do you ever wish that? I mean, just to talk about Bernie for just like a second, <laughs> just a second. Do you? Do you feel like um, would you want Brittany to talk more openly about her mental health journey? Do you do you think that that would be helpful? No, because while it would be helpful, I feel like every single person, even if you're diagnosed the same bipolar, the same, um, you know, schizophrenic, whatever it may be, everyone's. I say journey like the millennials, but the journey is different for everyone, and everyone has different experiences. And I think that. You should only share it if you're really wanting to be open and not have it as a hashtag or a hot topic. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Brittany is that open. Yeah, and I think that I really praise Demi Lovato. I think she did it in a very openly way where she is expressing she's bipolar. We all know that she, you know, had an overdose. We all know that she's getting the help and she's being super open and honest about that. Another one who came out, who I'm not really familiar with her music, but then I learned afterwards is BB Rexa. She came out as bipolar and did this whole thing. And for me, that was like, oh, wow, you're really ready to answer the questions and open the conversation. And I don't think everyone has to. If you don't feel the need to do it and you don't think that you can benefit someone else, Mm -hmm. just to use it as a hot topic, I think is stupid. You did know, you happen to listen to, and this is a question for you too, Kayla. Did, uh, did you hear Kanye West when he was on the David Letterman yes. show on yes. Netflix? No, I haven't. He, um, they sit down and Kanye West talks about his bipolar and, mm-hmm. Oh, is um, he also bipolar? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and newly diagnosed. Okay. Only about two years. So fascinating how long it takes to diagnose someone yeah. as bipolar. Yeah. Then it makes sense if depression's first on the list and then there's so the many last, other checklists. They say it to. takes an average of three years. Wow. And what you were saying before, this reminded me of that interview, which I I thought was really, really interesting. I loved how he kept saying, I don't know if this is true for everyone with bipolar. Yeah. I can only, sp- I, and I am not a doctor. Mm-hmm. These are two things yeah. that you've already said. But yeah. he said, this is my experience. Yeah. And it's so funny. A lot of people um, I know in the mental health world um, kind of shamed him for that and thought that he was just using it. Um, I've actually gotten in arguments with people about it because he said, oh, it's like having a superpower. And they're like, no, it's not. It's not having a superpower. But you know what? To him, if that's what he feels like is a superpower and that's what he has to put his mind to wrap around the fact that he's got this illness and people have called him crazy his entire life and now he can just speak up. And if that's how he has to hide it, like, so be it. At least he's being true to himself. Mm -hmm. And so- yeah. And, you, you know, know, it's it's hard. And in his music, it, it, where he talks about it being his superpower in that song specifically, it's kind of like um, it's it, it's kind of like a persona character. Yeah. Whereas when he was sitting on the stage with David Letterman, I found I found it to be more. I mean, he was very measured and and honest and vulnerable and had a connection. Yes. And he said, you know, like it was more, it was a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, a, this character filled with rage talking about it in a, you know, he was becoming the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, I'm with you. No, yeah. Okay. I would be with you on that. Right. Well, thanks, argument. thanks girl. <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to know is after you crash your car and yeah. you go, go back to going back to when you were 15, what, happens after that you get off the antidepressants and then what 
And then it kind of evened out a little bit. I think that my body and my hormones, like a lot of the issue is hormones, everything adjusts out. I mean, that's the crazy thing about bipolar disorder is because it's a chemical imbalance, you're constantly having to change your medication in, or at least for me, it is where I'll feel great. And I know that you know, I'm not cured and not to get off my medicine, but maybe let's lower it a little bit and let's adjust it. Like it's constantly has to be adjusted. It doesn't just stay at one note. It's like a song. It goes up, it goes down, it does its own kind of thing. But I think that when it really came back around again was when I was probably like 20 and I was feeling a lot of pressure and I was having manic episodes and I had anger and I had the rage and people were using it, saying I was crazy in relationships and all this stuff. And I'm like, I know that I'm not crazy. I just feel really great. I've never done cocaine before, but I assume it's like this because I've heard this from friends is like when you're on cocaine, you are having the time of your life. You think you're the best. Your ego is huge. And you're just like, come at me, bro. And that's what it's like being in a manic episode in your high highs where you literally are on top of the world. No one can touch you and you can like crush anything around you. And then 10 minutes later, you, you burn to the ground and you cannot physically get out from being in the fetal position. And it's and that, you don't know is, why. is it an instant crash? Yeah. So yeah. you go from a hundred to zero. Yeah. It must be, uh, it's kind of fun, but I, I don't say, recommend yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because especially if you're auditioning, I bet you're just crushing right. every room. Right. Uh, but it, but if you can't control, you know, when you're going to crash. But then are you really crushing it or is your mind playing a trick on yeah, you? That's really what you don't know. Do. Yeah. So when you were actually diagnosed, you were on that show, you're mm-hmm. in the height of your career, you're on every billboard. Yeah. You were told to keep it a secret. Yes. And not by anyone on the show, because that's so funny because the proper diagnosis came after. I didn't get on medicine until the show was done. Um, But I had a panic attack on set. No one knew, but a few people. Um, I was feeling anxiety. I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what was going on. They had um, privately, one of the producers and one of the actors on the show had a set doctor. I was shooting in Vancouver, had him come and he was amazing. And he came in the trailer and he was like, you're totally fine. Like, I don't know if you know this, but you're having a panic attack. I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. Like, I can't breathe. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I'm going to give you a beta blocker. Your heart's going to like calm down. You're fine. I promise you. I was like, oh my God, my life is over. This is it, you know? Um, And when I came back to LA, because I kind of stepped out of reality. I was living in Vancouver for two years. Like, I didn't know what life was like again, coming back to LA. And I came back and I, I suffered from chronic migraines. My head was getting really bad. I would feel numbness in my arm. I would feel the highs. I would feel the lows. I just was constantly panicked. And I was going to an acupuncturist at the time. And my acupuncturist said to me, do you think that you're bipolar? Has anyone ever told you that? And I said, what? said, no. And he goes, I really think you're bipolar. I think you should go get it checked out. You're acupuncturist? Acupuncturist. Who like full circle for people out there. If you know the DJ Dylan Francis, it's his dad, Dr. Drew. (laughs) So like, 
That's even the funniest because I was friends with Dylan separately from his dad, not even knowing that they were related. But shout out to Dr. Oh, Drew wow. Francis. Like yeah. Dr. Drew Francis. Yeah. Now, yeah. what was it that made your acupuncturist think this? I have no idea. Okay, like so. he just, he's like someone that's not even just an acupuncturist. He's totally in tune with the body and he has, you know, his vitamins and he has all of his herb, you know, he he's just like a magician. He that's felt, what yeah, I like he, to say. He felt he your just, vibration. Yeah. And he said that he knows all of his clients or most of the clients that are in the business that are the creative types that have these symptoms usually are bipolar. So that was kind of like, he's like, you checked all the boxes. I don't know why you don't haven't had that, that how, how a psychiatrist or a doctor hasn't seen that. He's like, but maybe I'm wrong. And like, I literally went and I told my symptoms to a new doctor and they were like, you're absolutely bipolar. Why he's never told you this. And I was like, cool. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So then that, because a lot of stigma comes with that word, right? right? What did you feel and how did that process, how does that? I felt crazy, but I, it was almost a relief of, oh, wow, this is why I feel this way. Okay, cool. Like yeah. it's not just in my head. This is a real thing. Yeah. And it was real. And I did a lot of research on it. And then I kind of pulled back because I was like, I don't really want to know about it because then it makes it super real. And the only voice that I had to compare it to was Carrie Fisher because Carrie Fisher, who I was already an idol of, and the reason why I loved the sci-fi world to begin with was because, I mean, she's Princess Leia. And she was outspoken and loud and had potty mouth like me. And then on top of it, she's bipolar and I'm learning more about it. And I was like, wow, like, I have how crazy my idol already was this. And I had no idea that I would be able to tap into that as wow. well. Because but, not many people in the industry or celebrities right. are openly discussing this right now. Mm -hmm. That's what makes your podcast and you so special. You're really raw and real about it. Thanks guys. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so cool. Well, I'm sure also it just felt like such a relief because you're like, oh, well, my previous diagnosis was just being crazy. Yeah. And now you're like, no, this is a thing. This totally. This is what it is. Like, you can have the tools to work through it. Mm -hmm. To feel seen. And not alone. That other people feel how you're feeling. Right. Like, when you're having those moments of mania, the rage, all of these things, you feel so trapped. It feels quiet. It feels so internal. And it was really hard because... I don't, I, you know, I've never had to go to, I haven't to go to, I've had to go to a hospital before, but I've never had to go to a rehab facility or a psychiatric hospital for a long term. So I had never been around someone else that was bipolar as well to even put kind of two and two together. It was kind of fake to me, you know, mm -hmm. in a fake world. So when I finally was open up about it to other people later on in my life, um, one of the examples was my friend Eden, a share who was on the middle and we did a, a Netflix movie together. And she and I on the first day of shooting, it's my first episode because I thought, oh, wow, how perfect for this that we're both saying this. She and I, uh, I was on the phone with my pharmacist because I was shooting in Atlanta and I was like, I need my medicine. She's like, oh, what medicine do you need? I'm having the problems too. And I said, oh, I'm bipolar. I'm on Lamictal. And she's like, what? She goes, I am too. Wow. She goes, I've never met another actress that has it. And it was the first time that either one of us had met someone our age, female actress, 
and we were doing a movie together. We were just like, what is going on? Oh, it's got to feel so wonderful to not feel alone. Yeah. And she's super, she's always been open about it. She wrote a book called The Emotionary and it's like a tabletop book. It's adorable. It's all made up words that have emotions and feelings. And it's just incredible that she was able to open up about it. And then I was, and she was like, let's have you do this podcast. I'll be on it. Like, let's talk about it. And so so she was one of the catalysts for you to start your podcast. Yeah, because I didn't have anyone else that was open to talk about it. And so I asked her, you know, will you come on? And she's like, yeah, of course. So now that you, you know, you were saying that you constantly have to be kind of like adjusting your medication. It's not like once you find that cocktail, you can be on it for 20 years or maybe you can. Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, for me, I know that it can be adjusted. I do know that when you're pregnant, you can't be on medication, but I have been told, and I hope I'm right, that at UCLA, they have a special area for, um, um, that they have doctors that specialize with pregnant women who are bipolar that have to be off medicine. And so they don't give you the medicine, but they there's something that they do to track it and to make sure. And then I've also heard from another doctor that when you are pregnant, your brain actually with bipolar disorder tricks yourself that you're normal again because it's focusing all on the baby. It's like really I weird. Mean, after being mm. pregnant and seeing all the crazy things that your body goes through, that doesn't surprise me. Really? That your brain okay. would somehow just even out. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Our bodies are incredible. There's so much that we do that it, it does without us even knowing that I can see that. But I love knowing that there is a, a place I mean, you I can go. So. <laughs> yeah, but there's a place you can go because you wouldn't even think if you don't struggle with bipolar uh, disorder, you wouldn't even go to, oh, well, what would you do if you can't be on medication and you have a, you're having a baby or there's so right. many different levels it's be so if you've scary never too. thought of it? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know the statistics once again, but I've been told that, you know, the odds are pretty high that your kid will have bipolar disorder as well. It's genetic. My father had it. Your My grandmother it. had it, you know, and they never admitted to it mm-hmm. and they never got medicine, but it's all genetic. And I don't know if it skips a, you generation. know, a generation. I have no idea, but I've always had to come to accept that fact since I was diagnosed and read that, that, okay, this is an option. So whatever partner I choose to be with, if I choose to have a child, this needs to be upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. And the first time I met my boyfriend, the first, I think, three sentences in the conversation, I said, hi, I'm bipolar, just so you know, like, this is never going away. And he's like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> what sure. a great guy. <laughs> great guy. So four years later, here we are. <laughs> I love it. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so <laughs> delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix my favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. A better way to get birth control is finally here with Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life. 
They make birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Whether you're brand new to birth control or just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online profile, then a doctor reviews it and writes a prescription. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you, including the patch or the ring. Your birth control then ships to your door monthly. No more waiting in rooms, no more pharmacy lines, and no interruptions. Simple Health isn't a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor, but they make birth control accessible for all women. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 per month without insurance. I mean, the fact that it can show up at your door is so convenient because let's be honest, there's so much to think about day after day that some Sometimes we forget. And you don't want to miss your birth control pill. That's the whole point of it. You need to stay on a schedule. So knowing that it's going to come to your door, you don't have to think about it. Uh, it will keep you on your birth plan ready to go. Don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com challenged or enter code challenged at checkout. That's simplehealth.com challenged or code challenged. Want to own iconic luxury items at unreal values? The Real Real is the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more. Shop women's and men's luxury fashion, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home for up to 90% off retail. Rest easy knowing that every single item is 100% expert authenticated by the Real Reels team of brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe. And find new arrivals daily online, on the app, or by visiting one of their stores in Soho, West Hollywood, and their newest location, 870 Madison Avenue in New York. You may also visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers will receive an automatic $25 off at checkout when you shop in-store. I went to the real store that is here in West Hollywood, and it is so beautiful. I mean, it feels like you really are stepping into a Gucci store or one of those high-end retail boutiques, except everything is at a really great price. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's the realreal.com promo code REAL for 20% off select items. Support for today's show comes from Bare Minerals, creators of clean beauty. Purity in formulation and uncompromising performance have always been the guiding principles of Bare Minerals. Because they believe that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. This has been the Bare Minerals philosophy since they began the clean beauty revolution in 1995 with their best-selling original foundation, which offers creamy, lightweight, buildable coverage that's naturally luminous. The clean formula is made with only five good-for-skin ingredients, all minerals, including non-chemical SPF protection. Makeup so pure you can sleep in it. And it actually improves your skin over time it's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't for bare minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance like every bare minerals product it's 100 cruelty free better yet both the original and matte loose powder foundations are available in 30 shades upgrade to clean beauty products use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match first time customers will get 15 percent off when you use the promo code challenged that's bareminerals.com promo code challenged for 15 percent off your first purchase bare minerals the power of good back wait i want i really want to know who told you to not share that oh. you were diagnosed i had a lot of people it was um 
it's so funny because my manager now was my agent before and he's always been the most like supportive person. Um, like brother, shout out. Um, but you know, other agents that I've had in the past, um, I had producers that I had worked with that were very open and honest about it with me. And they were like, we don't care, but you know, some people might, you know, so I wouldn't say anything. And then I've had, you know, people that I dated that said, you should never tell anyone this, like, you know, and would hold it against me and would, call me insane. And I'd be the reason why the breakups happened, even though they had affairs, but you know, it's because I'm bipolar, you know, but you know, there were all sorts of different groups of people. And, you know, I even had actor friends who had come out with certain things and not about being bipolar and not even just mental issues, but you know, other stuff that they came out with and they had backlash or they were told not to do it. So out of their like sweetness, out of advice, not even in a mean way. I mean, a lot of it was not mean. It was just like, you shouldn't if you want to be an actress. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to hire you because you have to fit in this perfect box and you have to be good on set and you can't be, you know, a diva, you know? And I'm just like, but that's not what it is. But okay, you know? Yeah. So you finally decide, okay, I'm going to share this. I'm yeah. going to talk about it. And then that's when you formulate your podcast. How did it feel having the mic in front of you and deciding, okay, I'm going to share this? Because that seems to me like a very scary moment. This happened two and a half weeks ago. We did it. That was our first one. Um, So you're still in it. So I'm still in it. I feel so comfortable. It's weird. It feels like therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a safe space. I just... You know, to make a long story super short, I had told my friends and I'd been talking about doing a show, whether it be, you know, I'm obsessed with Kelly Ripper, right? So I, we were talking about this earlier. So I've always wanted to have a talk show. Um, that's always been a dream of mine to do that. But I thought, you know, do I want to, you know, stop doing the acting and stop doing the comedy and all this yet? Probably not. What's the other option? I don't know YouTube. I don't know Vine. What is TikTok? This is all super confusing. I'm like not young anymore. So I'm not going to do that. So a podcast came naturally and people have been telling me for years to be doing a podcast. I didn't have the like balls to do it. I didn't know how to do it. Hey, listen, Jen and I both know a podcast is a lot of work. You have people to have love no idea. what you're doing. <laughs> so, it's so much work. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yes. But I'm like loving it. Yeah. I feel important, <laughs> you know? And um, I went to a convention for um, a show Lucifer that I did and no one wanted me there in the fan base, which is true. And I was signing an autograph and someone goes, oh, no, wait, actually, I don't need it from you. Thanks. It was like really bad uh, because I wasn't a regular on Lucifer. I was just a guest star. Um, so like, whatever, like no big deal. No. I love, I love conventions. Hearing about conventions. I love I've, them. I've never participated in any, but I have so many friends who go to them yeah. and like, uh, Listen, it, I did one in Paris while I was pregnant for Vampire Diaries and oh. it was the greatest thing because the fans brought me so many wonderful <gasps> gifts for the baby. I can't even tell no. you how many cute, gorgeous outfits I have from Paris oh. that people gifted me. Oh. I mean, I'm not, I'm really not just, it was unbelievable. They were there for Vicky Dawn. 
Jonathan. Yes, they were. I, know. I was I was a huge fan of Vampire Diaries. Oh my God, so I know all the characters' no, names. Stop. I know I know every moment of Vicky Donovan's. But having said that, it is a very interesting atmosphere because mm-hmm. it is all about fans only pay for X amount of tickets for certain autographs. Mm-hmm. And so I've definitely been there when people are when the person next to you has a line that's out the door and your line has zero people in well, it. And, and you're and like, oh, these God. weren't my fans. Like they weren't my fan base. Like specifically, I was a guest star on Lucifer. The people who ran the convention were amazing. And they brought me out because one of the other um, recurring characters on Lucifer was on Battlestar Galactica. Oh, that's cool. So it was, and she technically played my daughter, even though ours was a prequel. So it was like kind of a funny, kitschy situation. We hadn't been in a room together in a long time. They were like, oh my God, this is going to be so fun. And no (laughs) one found it fun. And I had to do a panel and I had to do a QA. and a And the guy that I was supposed to do it with, he ended up booking another show, so couldn't come. So the owner of the convention did it with me and he interviewed me and no one asked questions and no one came. It's oh the my worst. girl, I was like crying. I was a basket case. And so I raised my hand and I said, you know what? I'm just, I don't care anymore. And I go, I'm Alessandra. I'm bipolar. Do you have any questions about mental health? And everyone from the outside that were getting pictures in like autographs from the other cast and, and um, of Lucifer had all heard that I was answering mental health questions, even though I had no idea what I was talking about. But you do but from experience. I did you from do. experience. Yeah. And so they all lined up and my panel went over. This is amazing. And yeah. And then they had a special Q&A where you had to buy tickets to meet me and talk afterwards. And no one did it the first day. It was like five people that were amazing, but like But sweet. after you did that panel? I had more than the, the lead people. Yeah. It's wow. it's such a fascinating topic that we don't talk much about. Yeah. Well, because we don't talk can, about it. Enough. Everyone can relate to it. People mm-hmm. people want to feel seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, that's all we want is to feel seen, and and all of those people did. And, and I do they feel yeah. like everyone struggles with some sort of mental health issue, no matter how large or small. I mean, it could be yourself. You can have a family member that is severely going through it, and you don't know how to touch on it. Like, do you get super involved? Like, do you ask questions? Like, you don't want to be pushy. And I know there were so many people in my life that didn't know what to do with me. And so having them speak about it from their point of view, you know, and being at this convention, there were people that opened up about their, you know, bulimia, about being cutting, like about uh, being cutters, about uh, schizophrenia, about all these things. And I was crying the whole time with them because I couldn't even believe that my one statement brought all these people out and I still talk to them all the time on social media. And after that, I came back and I told my mom, I told my boyfriend, I told my friends and they're like, how many more signs of the universe do you have to hear Mm. to do this? Mm. Like wake up, Alison, or stop being selfish. People need to hear this. What advice would you give your 22 year old self just finding out this news? Um, to not want to die because it's going to happen and it's going to be fine. And you may not work for a while um, because that's just the way the business is, but learn to want to do something else. And I think that I, I originally, my first thing I ever did as an actress was I was a host of a kid's club in San Francisco and that's where my roots are. So it wasn't that far 
of a stretch for me to interview people. I loved going to Comic-Con and taking over the panels when we would do them and do the interviews myself. I love being a moderator. These are all things that I love to do. So I was like, why am I not doing this? Mm -hmm. Because it's not just a side project that's you know, oh, like, oh, it'll get me more followers. I don't care about the following. If I can help one person, that's all I need because Carrie Fisher was that one person. And I, you know, for me. So if I can do that, like, great. So for our listeners that maybe are feeling like, okay, this is something that I need to be more aware of. And maybe this is something I need to go see my doctor about. Are there any signs that you wish someone would have told you to look out for? Well, I think that's what I think my main purpose of my show is, is to help young parents also see the signs in kids. Like I asked Candace, like, is this something that's talked about yeah, with Candace your three-year-old? on your podcast, Yes, right? she was yeah. a guest on the podcast. And I said, are these things that are talked about, you know, mental health? And she goes, there are so many books about how to put your kid to sleep, what color the poop is, like all this stuff. And there's nothing on mental health. And that's what I always found my mom's like journey and what her passion was eventually is like, she's been writing a book on like, what are the signs of a child who has bipolar disorder? And, you know, we're actually seeing it in my family, like on other sides of the family, um, kids that it's very clear that they have this. Or we have uh, two in our family that are five and two years old and they are severely autistic. And these were things that were not talked about before and not open conversation. And I want to make it open conversation so you can see the signs of a kid. What are the signs of a kid? Well, for me, I mean, I don't know. I can speak for myself is, you know, the, the rage, the perfectionism, the um, explosions. I like to explain it every time I have an episode. It's like a volcano in your heart. And if you don't throw, hit, or scream, it's going to kill you. Like you need to release it. And I still have these episodes and I've never felt an urge to hurt someone else. I, it's not that it's if I throw something and I talk about it in the first episode, it's, and it's crazy because Eden talks about it as well. And she had never shared that with me that she feels the same thing, but it's like throwing a plate or like breaking a mirror. I probably have so much bad luck. I've broken so many mirrors, but if like something so stupid and silly as that, even if it's in just in the privacy of your own home, screaming in a pillow, that's all the release that you need. And if you feel that kind of burst inside you, I think that's like kind of a sign. And people used to think like, oh no, she has anger problems. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not an angry person. It's just these things will happen for absolutely no reason. And instead of it being a panic attack, it comes as like an explosion inside your body. You're right. Anger would stem from a specific event right. or something happening. Right. And this sounds like it really is just internal. Internal. And, and you have no control of when it happens. And yeah. Sporadic. You never yep. know when. Yep. Okay, I have a question. Are you ever, um, if you get really excited or you're feeling euphoric about something, are you ever concerned that it will trigger mania or you're experiencing mania? Or do those two things feel completely hmm. divorced from one another? Never heard that. I love this. Um, I feel it's divorced only because I know what it was like when I was manic on my highs. And it was like Kanye West says, like a superpower, like you just felt like the world is your oyster and like, like come at me, like test me. You know, you almost like wanted someone 
to kind of poke you so you can just prove your like how important you are and better and like on your high you are. And now like if I feel good and I feel like a strong energy and I feel happy, I know where my limit is and I don't feel like I'm better than anyone. And I feel like that's almost how I felt with my mania is that I was the best and like you couldn't bring me down where this time in my life, like if I get an amazing audition or if I book something or if like I have a great podcast or I'm just getting the the feedback and, and the love that I want, I feel super happy, but there's a part of me that's so grateful and I can bring myself down to earth by just being grateful and feeling like hashtag blessed. You know what I mean? Like that's how I I kind of bring myself back to reality where before it was like, you couldn't touch me. And, and I like wanted someone to fight me about it. You are an ambassador, right? Is it pronounced NAMI? Is it NAMI? NAMI. Yes. Thank you. So Um, I'm, I am an ambassador, not the official like speaking ambassador, but I am one of their social ambassadors. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm a social ambassador. NAMI. um, Is NAMI an acronym? What does that stand for? It's the National Alliance of Mental Illness. And so they, and, and this is like one of many, that I that I work with, but I got introduced to them before I was even publicly open about it because um, my friend Morgan Stewart, who she is on um, E, and she was on she's on Daily Pop, and she has her own show Nightly Pop. Anyway, she's amazing. She had invited me to a luncheon that they were doing, and she was speaking. She's an ambassador as well, and she was speaking on it. And I thought, what is this? And I met one of the. Um, the pe- women that started it, Katrina Gay. And I was like, um, hi, um, I'm actually bipolar and I've never been around an organization that ever speaks about it. If you ever need help. And they're like, we do walks in October and we do this and we would love for you to be part of it and do, you know, your campaigns of doing the videos. And so they, I, I'm going to sound like a terrible ambassador that I don't know exactly all the things that they do, but they have all these different organizations all over the world and especially all over America. And I know that they're in colleges and they have little like support, like hubs in colleges that kids can go to and kind of, you know, feel that support of mental health. And well, it's kind of like a club. And they, and they educate yes. people. Yes. Um, you don't want to do, No, well, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Please tell it because I'm so bad at this stuff. They essentially try to... Uh, they fundraise to make money to advocate and educate people right. on mental illness because we don't always know all the different types of mental illness out there or who's suffering. And yeah. And it's nice because they have private support groups, which are not private. I'm sorry. They're open to people, but they're smaller. So like there's one in Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? There's one in... In like a small area in San Francisco, like they're all over the place where it doesn't feel out of reach. Like you can communicate with them. You can be there. It feels like, not like AA, but it feels like that where it's a small tight knit community yeah. where you don't feel like you're one of many lost in a crowd. Well, I, I love a support group. I, I gotta love say, it. I gotta say, you walk in, you know, everybody's dealing with whatever the the same thing, yeah. whatever the topic is, and you're just you're all there, and you just have an hour just to like. Be. I just love chatting with people. Yeah, <laughs> love chatting. Well, and, and like, listen. <laughs> that's exactly what your podcast is. It's a support group where you can chat and be a part of something. Totally. And you guys have a Facebook group as well. We, I I and I have no idea how to use it. So if someone can help me, because I've been doing it by myself, but I've always been told, oh, people love talking on the support groups and everything. And, you know, Instagram, I find 
is great. And I love using my like IGTVs to talk to people and, and do all the live chats like that. But I don't know how to create a community in that. And I and everyone tells me, no, Facebook groups are the best because people can meet one another. Mm-hmm. And I got the idea actually from one of the um, fans at the Lucifer convention oh, wow. because the group that came and, and had the separate tickets for dinner with me and, and afterwards, um, they all have stayed in touch and now they are all friends and they're from all over Europe. And so they send me pictures of themselves together or they buy each other, you know, like cameos, you know, for each other as like gifts. Like it is the cutest thing in the entire world. And they're like, if you hadn't talked about mental health, we wouldn't have known that we shared this emotional connection. And so I thought, what is the best way to bring people from all over the world together? Well, maybe through a group. And so I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but But I've already got some group members yeah, and we amazing. just launched it sounds like this podcast is really something that is a labor of love and it's supposed to be out there because if you already have fans that are on your Facebook group and all that it seems like it's a conversation that needs to be had and what's really cool is one of my friends that I met at this organization that I did for mental health his name is David Haggerty he's a neuroscientist he's like a super babe and he's a scientist you're like how is this real and he is bipolar as well but he's bipolar too. And he explains on one of our episodes what the difference is because I never knew so the difference. So there's bipolar one and bipolar two. Yeah. What I just knew difference? that I was bipolar one. Um, and it's we have a segment called Beauty in the Brain. And so we have fans submit questions and we give the beauty in the brain side. So I give my advice of like what I would do, which would be like the unofficial advice. And he gives you the specific diagnosis advice of coming from a doctor. Wow, and you're right. just like cool. Like, okay. You know, and he's like adorable and he's funny and he's my other half. And I don't understand how he's a human being and he's like 26 years old and he's just like, yeah, he's Doogie Howser. And you're just like, how did this happen? Overachiever. And he tests his own brain through magnets and through different types of yeah, it is nuts. It's It's insane. So, okay. Where can our listeners find your podcast? You can find it. Um, uh, it's going to be on iTunes. It's on Spotify right now. It has the RSS feed. These are podcast words that I don't know. <laughs> it's basically anywhere you can find podcasts. At the moment, you can go to at emotional support pod, um, and that will get you to emotional support pod.com, which will have the direct links all right on there. We'll they have, have the, the about direct links yes. in our show notes too for okay, those of great. you listening. Okay, so, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. You'll have to, I mean, now you'll have to come on my pod. Cast. Yes. Oh my God, talk please. about Brittany. God, we have so much to talk so about. So much to talk about. <laughs> and what are your personal um Oh handles? God, you know, I got to change it because it's at Bombola Bambina, which means baby doll in Italian. And when Instagram was not a big deal, I thought, oh my God, this is so cute. And then I got verified and then everyone was like, why didn't you get your name? And then, you know, trying to change it back. So, you know, just Google Alessandra Torasani because that's not a mouthful in <laughs> Good itself. Good old-fashioned Google. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alessandra, thank you for coming oh my on God, and sharing you. your story Amazing. and being a beacon of light for a lot of people. Oh, thank we you really so much. I appreciate you guys like being open and honest and wanting me to be part of this. Oh, oh amazing, amazing story. I can't laughs. wait to listen to your show. Oh, yeah, it gets dirty. That, ours is definitely explicit. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be honest. When we first started this, I didn't know much about bipolar disorder at all. And now what I've learned is that there 
we need more of a community so that people can band together and go through it together. Because when you're isolated and people tell you not to share this crazy information, I mean, I cannot imagine how horrible your everyday is. Yeah, you want to feel seen and understood mm-hmm. and know that you're not alone. And she's creating a community. That's what she is actually doing. And she's so enthusiastic about it and so honest and really vulnerable. And the way she talked about it, what I what I really loved is that uh, there's no shame. Mm-hmm. No shame surrounding her diagnosis um, and, and just talking really openly about the fact that she feels like sometimes there is a volcano in her chest and she has to throw something. You know, talking about throwing plates and breaking mirrors and it's and your diagnosis is not being crazy. Your diagnosis is that you are bipolar and that other people have felt that, too. Also, your diagnosis is not all of you. There are many facets to you. So she just I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. And I love people who are really just going to come on and be honest about their situation. Yeah, I always loved my therapist once told me this, that, you know, we're like, um, you're like a pie and there's all these different pieces to the pie and your, you know, friend, daughter, actor, uh, you know, girlfriend, wife, whatever. And then it's also then you have, you know, bipolar or, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's my anxiety and that it's everything's in there. It's you just can't just a take piece a piece of out. the pie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love that. To all of our listeners, if this is something that you relate to, check out our links in our um, show notes because there's her Facebook group and all of the resources you need to join a community. Thanks for joining us on Directionally Challenged. We hope you had a great time. Jen, thank you for being an amazing co-host. Oh, this has just been just been a time. I've really enjoyed it. I hope people, you know what? I got to have her on my podcast. Yes. Okay. So you guys, for those of you who have not yet listened to We Need to Talk About Britney, go to iTunes, Spotify, or whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you click on Jen Zabrowski's uh, podcast because it is a It is just incredible. It's such a great escape. We have a great time. We just talk about Britney Spears and it's really like everyone has a Britney Spears story. Everyone feels one way or another about her. So I've had like, you know, Mandy Moore, Lance Bass. So I've had some like great pop culture people come on. And then also like amazing writers like Diablo Cody is going to be on this season. And surprisingly, she knew a lot about Britney. So that's amazing. Don't we all? So (laughs) now you have many podcasts to check out. And thanks for coming to Directionally Challenged. We'll see you next week. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Before you go, just want to remind you to check out the podcast Weeknight Kitchen with Melissa Clark. In every episode, Melissa will teach you one great recipe for getting through your busy week. And you'll learn plenty of tips along the way. It's a fun, accessible guide for cooking and eating. Listen to The Weeknight Kitchen with Melissa Clark on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to listen. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.